0: Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good,
1: Good morning. Morning. I'm Jenna. I'm Jason. Pressure cooker. It's my favorite day of the week. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Oh. What the heck are we talking about, you're asking?
1: asking let it build up let some pressure off relax
0: no here's the thing (laughs) this is what happens we're all like a bunch of pressure cookers because the universe gives us these obstacles these struggles these feelings that piss us off i mean let's just face it something happens and we're like (laughs) Why did that happen? And it it gets us like all pressured and stressed and angered. And uh, there's energy that starts to build within our souls, right? And it starts to cause this uh, discomfort, this disease. And and it makes us want to change or it makes us want to take action. It makes us want to do something about it. It makes us want to head toward our north star, go toward our goals.
1: When you know what the goal is.
0: Find more possibilities, more potential. And then this is what happens. We start to take steps toward that because we're so uncomfortable and and so mad and angry. We
1: reach that level of positive discontent where you have to move.
0: Yeah. So this energy makes us move. And then as soon as we start to move, we start to get some results. And as soon as we start to get results, now we're not as uncomfortable. Yep. We're like, oh, okay, we're back in our comfort level. And so it kind of relieves the pressure a little bit. Oh,
1: thank goodness.
0: And once that pressure don't feel relieves, that angst anymore. <laughs> we don't have that motivation. That drive. That drive. So that's why when I say we need to have radical gratitude for the shit in our lives you might understand that a little more. It's almost like the universe is doing us a favor. How lucky am I when when we face these challenges because what the universe is really doing, what God is doing, is saying, hey, there's something here. There's something here inside you. And if you can just learn from this, if you can mm. learn from this and, and get better and, and get over this hump, you're going to you're going to find a whole new level of life.
1: And what happens is, is you can either let those humps Build up and turn into mountains. Yes. Or you can just use the humps as stepping stones. But using, if you. Train yourself to look for the gratitude and, and the radical gratitude. And you learn to look for the lesson quickly. Yeah. Then you get to use the humps as like momentum. Use your humps.
0: your humps. humps.
1: Your lovely. Lady humps. Adversity <laughs> humps. <laughs> I was trying to think of something in there. But so you train yourself in that kind of like that spin positive. Yeah. And, and when you become instinctual at it. Yes. You don't get discouraged by those adversities and those in those obstacles in the way you start using them almost as catapults forward and it's a momentum builder instead of a let's step back let's rest let's relax it's it's like that's why we have coaches in our lives we're all a bunch of pressure cookers yeah
0: Sheila Patrick Marilyn David Julie where's Julian I don't see Julian but I, I think see I just Brenda saw her. Are y'all a bunch of pressure cookers? Have you ever experienced this? Okay, here's an example. Have you ever said, oh, I'm going to lose some weight. I need to lose some weight. And you're at the point where you put on your pants and you're like, you know what? They just don't fit anymore. I'm just disgusted with myself. I'm going to go on a diet. Wow. You know, you get to the point where you're just like, I can't do it anymore.
1: Or maybe your wife says, I'm just disgusted with you.
0: <laughs>
1: Look at that, dicky do.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. I would or never belly, say or that. your belly
1: sticks out further than your dicky doo
0: Okay, that, that's that's <laughs> what that. Is. Anyway, he's usually a reflection of me. I can usually tell if I need to lose weight just by looking at my husband. But anyway, here's what happens: is you start, you start to eat better, you start to. Feel better you start to look better right and three weeks in you're like oh my gosh i feel great my pants, fit. uh, my pants are fitting people are starting to compliment me put
1: the donuts back in life
0: the is great <laughs> and so then what do you do you're like i deserve i'm gonna
1: treat myself
0: and again back to the treating ourselves back so to the pattern So it's like the pressure cooker. So the pressure cooker, the pressure builds when our pants don't fit, and so it causes us to take action. And then we start taking action, and then once we start getting positive results, relieve
1: the pressure.
0: We relieve the pressure just a little bit, and then what do we do?
1: Go back to our patterns. We fall
0: right back into our patterns. And most of the time, it even makes it worse. And here's why. Because now we have the added layer of, oh, you know what? I failed. I tried to go on a diet. I tried to lose weight. And you know what? I was successful for a month, but then I failed and now I feel like crap about myself.
1: I tried at this side hustle. I and that's that's a big one for a lot of my clients.
0: Is because it's a side hustle.
1: Yeah. Well it's a it's I tried it for X number of days or months or whatever. And the fear the thought is I put everything in, but what happened was is I put effort in until some pressure was relieved, I got some results, and then I wanted it to t- to go on on its own, but I fell back into my own patterns that's we, I see that all the time with clients.
0: Okay, so Pam asks, "What about when you take action and no results
1: Oh, that's big. So for me, when you take action and no results, we have to look at the action that we're taking. Or does the process, will it will that process end up in results? So we have to look at what's the overall goal. And do these processes typically end up in results or do we need to change the process?
0: Okay. And I'm going to piggyback off of that. So for me, what I have learned is sometimes... I'm measuring the wrong results. Yeah. For example, I grew up in competitive sports. Okay. So when I played basketball, it was easy to see the score. Okay. Are we winning? Are who has the the most points on the board? Okay, and the team that has the most points on the board, that's the winner. So in our heads, we were like, "Oh, we didn't win." Well, it, when you're in a losing streak, when you have a team that is brand new, a team that is is what we call green, a team that
1: is building,
0: learning, and building. It's very defeating to not have the results on the scoreboard that you want. So what do you do? You start measuring how many rebounds did we get? How many assists did we get? Did we show up every single day this week to practice? Did we play as hard as we could? You start measuring different metrics and I'm telling you if you start measuring different metrics over time and start setting smaller chunks smaller chunks of goals you will get to that bigger result you will get there you just have to chunk it down into smaller seasons
1: and recognize new new types of wins Mm -hmm. so like in sales setting an appointment might be the win so not getting the actual dollar sale at the end so when i worked with new sales professionals dialing the phone is a huge thing because people are scared of getting the no and they know they need to get the appointment to get the sale but if they're not dialing the phone and they can't get an appointment on the phone, then that freaks them out because you have to go through so many no's on the phone to get. Think of how many times someone calls you to set an appointment. You, most people hang up, but getting through that, if you're not getting the appointment there, then you change things in the process of making that dial, change things in the process of the words that you're using and change that formula. But just like Jana said, it's you have to just look at the process and then change. Am I actually doing the things that will create the success?
0: And and it's always, it always comes down to the plan that I create. And here's another, here's another tip for you. I always do better when I have an outside person Mm. that is helping me. So here's when you're in, but when you're in the frame, it's hard to see the picture. So <laughs> when you're in it, it's almost like you are the water inside the the bottle trying to read the label. Does that make sense? So when you are trying to figure out your own plan and trying to figure out, okay, what am I doing right? What am, Where do I need to pivot? What am I... What do I need to improve on that sometimes can be difficult because we have our own biases and we're like, Oh, you know what? This isn't working. (laughs) That's where your subconscious starts kind of working against you. But what I have, what I know for sure, if I can get an outside person, that outside person can always give me a fresh set of eyes, a fresh perspective. Again, I always grew up in competitive sports. A coach, a coach will always push you just a little bit further. If it were up to, if it were up to the players, we might put in a little bit of running, but then we would say, okay, let's go home. The coach always says, get on the line. We're not done. The coach always pushes you a little bit further. The coach is always on the sideline. The coach can see the outside perspective. The coach can see what needs to be done. And it's the same way in life. When I hired my first coach, I hate to even say this out loud, but I invested a really big amount of money in myself. It was a very uncomfortable amount of money in me. And once I did that, take a deep breath and swallow. It was evident that I wasn't showing up and playing full out and I wasn't putting myself out there. I wasn't I wasn't giving all of my talents to the world. And and when I was, I was being uh, I was like, oh my God, what are people going to think? Oh, you know, am I, mm-hmm. I was having imposter syndrome. I was. Oh no, you go ahead. I was afraid of being successful. I was afraid of failing. I mean, there were all kinds of fears that I didn't even realize I was having. I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of not being loved. I was afraid of being too loved. I, it was like, oh my God. Blah. There's so many things. But when you have a coach that's saying, Pfft, There's a lot of buts there, Jenna. There's a lot of buts. I think you just need to do it. (laughs) You just need to shut up and do it. And you need to push yourself a little bit further. You just need to keep doing it. And now I'm like, yeah, but I'm not getting the results that I want. Well, did you show up? Did you show up? Did you? And then when you start setting the... The things, did you set up your website? Did you set up your podcast? Are you doing the YouTube? Are you doing all of the the life coaching? Are you doing your studying? Are you doing your your newsletters? Are you sending out the proposals to companies? Are you writing your speeches? Are you helping people? Are you setting up your groups? Are you reaching out to make appointments? Are you networking? Are you, I mean, there's so many little things that you can be doing and those are the measuring sticks those are the measuring sticks
1: yeah there's so many things that a coach will see that you don't even know yes it's it's the things you don't know to even ask And and a a player like the top players they they do want a coach for the practice and then at the end of practice when they're tired they don't want that coach to push them that one extra level but in the game they want to they want to have had that push and they also want more coaches looking down and saying so they can say all right coach what do you see that i'm missing because coaches will always see what you're missing what's in your blind spot and and where you can capitalized.
0: I think we kind of got on the high horse, so That's let's all right. get off of it. But Julie is celebrating an anniversary today, so happy anniversary! Yay. Happy
1: anniversary! Excuse us, if we
0: sing, if we... And we just want to say thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Eduardo's here. Good morning, Eduardo. We love having you here. And I think Sheila is actually at Disney World, so Have fun. Have fun. We love you guys. Enjoy your day. Oh, Stacy's here. Stacy. Stacy just dropped the kids off. She's a bus driver. Me too.
1: Oh, different kids. (laughs) Jason dropped the kids (laughs) off at the pool. Love
0: you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Happy Thursday. If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com.